Well, what about this, folks? Another Home Time Show podcast. But Richie's back. The Wanderer returns from his travels with his backpack and his guitar and tales of being abroad. <laughs> um, kind of. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, I mean, abroad Kent, really. Margate. Um, kind of. You went, did you go over a bridge Margate. to get there or anything like that or not? Any bridges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old toll bridge, the old uh, Dartford Crossing. Yep. Yeah. Still don't oh, like so it. You're technically abroad. Yeah. <laughs> can I, can well, I share we, we, something we, with you? Go on, go on. On our drive down there, on our drive down, as we were pulling into Margate, I said to my wife, do you know what? We've done this in 47.5 miles per gallon, but at an average speed of 65 miles an hour. And I'd have to say that's pretty good going for a countryman. And she turned to me and said, your chat over the next few days is going to have to improve. Otherwise, this is going to be a terrible week. <laughs> I'm absolutely with her on that. Any form of mileage or miles to the gallon gubbins is just, that's, that's it for me. I'd, I'd run off at a service station. But you know what? This is the sad thing, right? It made me really happy. And I thought marriage is all about, like, you know, um, what's the words? When, you, uh, <laughs> when two people agree to disagree. Um, um, what is it? Marriage divorce. is something. No, um, not knocking it on the head. Um, um, <laughs> compromise, compromise. That's it. Compromise. Compromise. So she should be happy for me getting a happy mileage. I'm really, really concerned that you couldn't remember the word for compromise. I, I do have concerns <laughs> about your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Is the show look anyway? Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. It is Monday afternoon and it's Hometime. Bush and Richie back together. How are you? I'm good, man. How was your break? Did you, do you feel relaxed and everything? I do. Let's see how long it lasts. <laughs> Probably just after five o'clock, I'm sure. We'll start <laughs> pulling air out again. It's nice to have a little you know, week away. I had a weekend away as well. I don't know about anyone else, but you got the sense on Facebook and Twitter, looking at people's socials and Instagram, that people started to take those tentative steps towards doing normal stuff again, particularly over the weekend. We, I saw my parents for the first time in four months. It was a weekend of first. Saw my parents for the first time in four months, which is fantastic. Sat outside a pub for the first time in God knows how long, and had a drive through McDonald's breakfast for the first time in ages. Is that any firsts for you? It's been a while for me for some of these things. Well, first off, what a joyous hat-trick of firsts all in one weekend. Pub, McDonald's and your parents. That's, that's winning life, that is. That's great. I think it's called the uh, Holy Trinity, I think, overall, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, my first this weekend for the first time in ages, not quite as joyous, and that is a kids' play park. Uh, you'll have noticed oh. that obviously all the outdoor play areas have been closed. Well, this was the first weekend that uh, we ended up going back in one, and I'm, oh, I'm going to come across as the biggest killjoy, but just that sensation of just basically b being a, a pushing or a pulling or a spinning machine for about half an hour where they keep going again, 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 again. again. I, I, I hadn't missed that. Do you know what? It's, I, I, sometimes the police tape has been coming away from the, the, the gates and I just go over and put the police tape back on again and go, let's just wait. <laughs> let's give it another couple of weeks. Well, listen, if you've got that same vibe, did you get to do something this weekend or maybe this week just gone for the first time in ages? We want to hear from you. Let's celebrate it together on Home Time tonight. You can text at 8, 12, 15, or if you're on Twitter, at Absolute Radio is where to find us. 
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Matt Owen says, I watched Arsenal surrender a lead from a comfortable position. Oh, sorry, I think I've misunderstood that. Uh, Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, We were mentioning just a few minutes ago whether I was still relaxed after a week off. That's broken it all now. There you go. First half an hour of the show. And don't before you start with any Everton tweets and that, I'm, you know, don't kick a man when he's down. It's just not (laughs) the pair of us are over football as as far as that's concerned. Uh, Michelle says, I did my first guided uh, tourist tour since February. She works over in America. And obviously, like everything, the tourist industry has gone. It's taken a real hit over there, but it's back to normal, which is great news. Uh, Tea Drinker says, I had a sausage butty. Cracking scouse term there for a sausage sarnie. And Colin, I love this. Do you know my sister-in-law has started doing this as well at the moment? He had a swim in the sea. He says it was Ooh. absolutely bolted. Now, when you went to Margate, did you go anywhere near having a swim in the sea? Could you even get to the sea? Was it there? <laughs> the sea was there. It was a long way out. And by the time we got there, a certain toddler put one foot in and was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Just freezing right back. I like, it's supposed to be really good for you. My sister-in-law, Karen, goes for a, uh, a swim in the sea like two or three times a week. And it's supposed to be like really good for your constitution. Well, Stephen is shouting about it from a rooftop bar because that is where Ooh. he went and saw a film. Wow, he's, he's covering a lot of bases in one go there, isn't he? He is. <laughs> Tell us what film you watched there. That would be interesting to know. Samantha says, today, right, I have my nails done. Might seem trivial, but lockdown has been, hasn't been the greatest, so it's nice to feel a little bit like me again. Good on you, Samantha. Uh, continuing the film vibe, Abby actually went for cinema and tea out. She says it was almost like normality. I honestly think uh, that cinema should stick to the distancing rule, even when this is all over, because <laughs> who, want, who wants a stranger sitting next to you, directly next to you in the cinema anyway? This is fantastic. This is the equivalent of, like, remember when you were at school doing PE, you had to do the bit... Do you ever have to do the bit where you swing your arms and that's your zone? Yes. Swing your arms left and right. It's exactly that, but in the cinema. Uh, Laura says, I saw my nephews for the first time since March, barbecue in the garden, walk on the beach, absolutely lovely. And Gledders... Gledders says, I went to the tip with my son. Uh, by the way, I needed a lift with the old mattress. I wasn't disposing of him. Uh, that's brilliant. I love it. Down the tip. Back to normal. The new normal. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Richie's back off his holidays. Uh, we were just saying earlier on we're doing like a 43-mile hug, but in terms of nautical miles, uh, Richie's 43 miles away from me. But Kevin says on Twitter, uh, it, at 43 miles away, Richie's actually 37 nautical miles away. He said, did you want the texting to be this specific? That's what we love <laughs> you for, this kind of inter. I didn't know nautical miles and, and miles, miles were actually different. I've got a feeling that the difference is that the nautical miles takes into account uh, that the sea goes up and down. So you might actually you know, not be getting that far, if that makes is sense. That, that can't be for real, Richie, that can't be for <laughs> no, real. No, no, it takes into consideration the sea going up and down. Well, it does. Like, the waves aren't flat, are they? Oh, man, if you've got a point on this, this is a terrible start to the week for me. <laughs> you might have a, I've got a feeling now, maybe he's got a point. Please, if you know anything about nautical miles, get in touch with the show. Uh, Ryan in Dawlish says, I got to stand behind dithering holidaymakers for the first oh. time this year. I'm suggesting Ryan is a native of Dawlish. 
This is it. Did you hear someone on a bridge in Devon, or might be Cornwall, had a very um, rude note hung over one of the overbridges for the motorway telling people to turn around and go back again? That's not very nice, is it? That's not cricket. Uh, no. Neil, Neil says he had a meal out on a date night and he, they stuffed themselves silly, which is a lovely thing. <laughs> I'm jealous. Uh, yeah. Holly says, I hadn't seen my friends in about four months, so we went to celebrate uh, with social distancing at Alton Towers, uh, which was hard oh. considering you inhale and suffocate yourself with your face mask on every single ride. Wow, so that is added jeopardy for you, your average roller coaster ride, that asphyxiation that you get from your... <laughs> Your mask bellowing inwards when you, yeah. when you scream or take an air. That's unbelievable. And, and here's a really interesting one. At first, I discounted this tweet as just a bit of toilet humour, but he makes a good point. I mean, his name's Monkey Pits to start with, which has obviously raised a red flag. But he says, I used somebody else's toilet for the first time in ages. And that's a really good point. I mean, when was our last time? I mean, we, we stayed away in a holiday cottage at the weekend to see my parents in Wiltshire. That's the first other person's loo I've used in about four months. It was liberating. <laughs> Sue in Cardiff says, uh, guys, I left Wales and travelled to Essex, good choice, uh, to see my sister and celebrate my nephew's 16th birthday. First time we could leave Wales and travel beyond the five-mile limit rule. That is bad news. That's been uh, bad news for the uh, for the toll on the Severn Bridge, if that's the case, isn't it? Yeah, they're not making as much money as not. Do you pay to get into Wales or do you pay to leave Wales? I can never remember which one it is. It's only one way now, isn't it? I think. Or I might have got it that is. wrong as well. I think I've just got a heck of a lot wrong in the last 15 seconds. So uh, <laughs> look forward to correcting all that. Uh, Alan is less spectacular than uh, going in between countries. He said he had his first greasy spoon in South Croydon on Saturday morning. First full English in months and it was lush. Yay! The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Richie's been back on the show after a week's holiday for, for just an hour, and already we have an entire call centre taking uh, corrections <laughs> and clarifications for what he's been talking about. Uh, in particular, the Seven Crossing, which you said that, I, I quote, uh, that the, the lockdown was going to be tough times for the Seven Crossing and their tolls. <laughs> oh, come on! A lot of people have just confirmed that uh, the Seven Crossing has not taken a toll for over two years. It's been toll-free for two years. And we haven't even got going yet. <laughs> it's actually quite ironic because of what I wanted to talk to you about uh, about next, which is when in life, when you don't get something, just not quite right. Um, and yeah, OK, I was, I was way off on the uh, on the seven toll so my apologies to the bridge itself um we didn't go to a different country last week went down to uh, went down to margate uh, which was great hey. for a few days stayed in a stayed in a, a an airbnb first time rocco's properly done the beach uh, he's only two and he loved it absolutely loved it um, and since we've come back every single day he has asked if we're going down the seaside uh, to build sea castles Bless him. <laughs> he's, he's not got it quite right, but he's insistent, absolutely insistent that he's building sea castles. Alex, sea castles, Daddy. Um, it kind of works, though. I guess you do build them in the, the, the wake, that bit of watery yep. sand right on the very edge. So he's got a point. 
You are quite right. And um, it was a bit of a reminder to me that you do have to build your sandcastle with sand that is a little bit wet, because if you're doing it just with the dry stuff, it falls apart. It's useless. Uh, But that's about as close as I could come to justifying the word sea castle rather than sandcastle. So what I thought it would be quite good to do is to uh, build a little dictionary, if you wish, of those words and phrases that people just they're not quite right not quite right now i'm imagining there's going to be a fair few kids in this particular suggestion but please don't spare any adult blushes if you know of an adult that isn't quite getting a word right well for example i don't want to throw this fellow under the bus because he's a lovely chap but the man who lives across the road from me came out when i was cleaning the car earlier on our, our daughter had spilt milk all over the back of the car after we got back from wiltshire so it's clean out he told me that what I need to do is not have milk in my coffee anymore, which is what he does. He's cut milk out of his diet and he feels mm-hmm. better for it, etc. And then he went on to say what he does, he's got himself one of these cafeterias <laughs> that he takes around with him to work. And I was like, all right, mate, yeah, all right, brilliant. Keep going on about it. Cafeteria. Yeah, I mean, cafe- I sometimes I sit in bed and read the Telegraph with me cafeteria. And I was like, I'd gone beyond the point of correcting him, but he's still out there now calling it a cafeteria to all of his friends and they're being polite as well. Someone needs to tell him. Right, 8, 12, 15, text us. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Those words that, you they're not quite right. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Richie's back off his holidays. This entire first hour and a bit has just been bogged down with uh, endless corrections and clarifications for... <laughs> Things Richie's been saying, she's been firing from the hip non-stop. <laughs> Earlier on, he was saying that nautical miles were different from miles that you would drive around in the car. For what reason what was it, Richie, you said? Because of the waves. The nautical mile takes into account the up and down of the waves. That's because the sea goes up and down. Uh, this one here from Ian says, Richie, just remember, planes use nautical miles too, and as far as I can tell, there are no waves up there, mate. Uh, Mike in Cheem says, uh, Bush, if nautical miles were different because they took account of waves, then surely that would mean the waves had exact." the same shape and effect all the time (laughs) it's a good point and then i love this ali says ali in exeter says a nautical mile is a length equal to one minute of arc around the sphere of the earth it is longer than a mile equal to 1.151 miles i love this show it has kept me sane through 18 weeks of homeworking thank you ali so damned with a little bit of faint praise. We'll take that. Look, this Love is it. all quite ironic because I do want to hear about the time so you've got it not quite right. Uh, this is because my son is obsessed with sea castles after visiting the beach for the first time last week. Uh, so uh, tell us about those times when you get those words slightly wrong. Uh, we're imagining these are going to be uh, more kids, but uh, there will be the odd adult who gets a word wrong in there. I've got one more for you, Bush, and this is definitely cool. an adult. I won't name who they were, uh, but yeah. I was having a... a a conversation with them and referring to how I get uh, a little bit of um, uh, the old altitude sickness every now and then. And uh, the waves up there, isn't it? (laughs) He very sweetly turned to me in conversation and goes, no, I quite understand. It is lovely to have your feet on terracotta. Oh, my word. The worst thing is, did you point out to him or not? Did you point out? No, because it was so badly not terra firma that I just had to keep going with the conversation and smile inside. God, that's like cafeteria fella across the road. He's still saying that word. He's out there now as we speak, telling people about cafeterias. It's a flipping cafetier, mate, and it's terra firma. Uh, Claudine says, uh, in our house, Star Wars had strompooters. Uh, needless to say, like that's what we still call them, even though our son is now 18 and hates us all. 
Do you know what? It's weird when you when you have kids who do like wrong words like this, then you start joining in because it's quite cute. Like our eldest daughter used to go on about scabetti bolognese, but I'll say scabetti now <laughs> as it's like it's taped over that bit of my brain. And there you go. I've used a phrase that someone else has picked up on. They say, guys, at least three times a week, I'll say I'm going to tape a TV program. I still use the word tape. But maybe that is not quite right. I don't know, but it's just that the tech that I've just stuck with in my brain. I feel that I have migrated to red button it. That's not right either, though. It red buttons annoying CFAX you can't get off in a holiday let. <laughs> That's what the red button is. How'd you get this damn thing off? There's, uh, Katie's... A, there's, there's, there's something there for what is the correct terminology for. It's not taping it. It's not red button. What the hell is it? <laughs> Sky plusing. That could be another way of saying it. Right, but that's a line to a particular. There's there's other there's other brands out there. You might have one of those old fashioned. Um, my mum and dad had like a a thing that recorded telly. Video plus, video plus, and video plus. <laughs> yeah. uh, Katie is saying that her mum suffers in their house from arthritis. There's another one. It sounds like a 1950s entertainer. <laughs> Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. There's some crackers coming in. Joe in Birmingham says, My daughter once asked if she could have some placenta ham. <laughs> that will put you off your tea. That will put you off your tea. <laughs> uh, my friend's little boy says this text causes lunchbox a munchbox, which I quite like. And it's almost better than lunchbox. And here's another example of uh, the wrong word being better. Emperor Harris says flutterbys. Not a mistake, a better, more apt name for a butterfly. He wants a campaign, <laughs> in fact, for flutterbys. Uh, Rob is wanting uh, people corrected, those that say escape goat rather than scapegoat. That is a good one, Rob. I quite agree. <laughs> I love that. So they think that phrase has come from a goat that's escaped. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, and then Julia in Newcastle, similar similar lines. This actually says a colleague keeps describing a movable feast as a movable beast, and it makes me laugh every time. A movable beast. Uh, James says, "Chaps, uh, every morning our six-year-old Thomas comes into our bedroom and asks if he can check the weathercast, uh, mixing weather and forecast together." That sounds good. I imagine Americans saying something like that. Can I get the weathercast? Get the latest on the weathercast. Sorry, American people listening with that terrible impression. Derek in Sterling says, Home time team, I work in a team reviewing designs for submarines, and we have a thing called failure mode effects and critical analysis, FMECA. One guy continually calls it Formica, which, as you know, is a wood covering. Not great on a sub. I wouldn't want, I would not want a Formica submarine. That is for certain. Uh, Neil, also in Sterling, says, Bush, Richie, I once heard a tourist ask for food weapons as he couldn't pronounce cutlery. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. Food weapons. That, I reckon that might be German because they're... Um, I love some of their like bad translations. Like, if you look on the back of some shaving foam, in Germany, that's barber scum. Barber scum. <laughs> it's a really grim, like really brutal thing. Barber scum. Uh, Chris Cooking in Harbury right now says, the bloke who laid my patio said he always took pride in his work as he liked it to be anaesthetically pleasing to the eye. <laughs> that's a beauty. I love it. <laughs> I can't better that. That's brilliant. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, here's a nice one for you from Ian, if you're sitting down for your uh, meal right now. Um, my husband, Ian, said of my mother recently, oh dear, she seemed to have one of her coleslaws brewing instead of the obvious oh. cold sore. Oh, my word. That might put me off just general food for ages. That Thanks for that, <laughs> mate. And then Mons in Stevenage says, my brother could never say Worcestershire called Mr. Sauce. That stuck with the whole family up until now. I like that. Could you pass me the Mr. Sauce, please? Oh, look, there he is. It's Mr. Sauce. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Home Time with Butch and Ricky on a Monday night. If you've missed the show so far and you've just joined us now, you've missed a hell of a lot, including someone thinking it was placenta ham. Uh, you can download the podcast as soon as we finish to catch up on all the good stuff. Uh, speaking of uh, missing things, uh, obviously had a, a week off last week. First thing to say, Bush, I missed you. Uh, second oh, thing to say, shoot. second thing to say uh, was that uh, whilst uh, being away for a week in an Airbnb, which was nice, you do realise what the essentials are in your life that you cannot live without. When you are li- when you are living in someone else's, you know, home, apartment, or whatever, you realise what are the things that you can't do without. And for me, I've come to realise the three essentials in my life. Can I share them with you? Go on, go on. Essential number one, my coffee machine. Uh, for for a week, I was having instant coffee. Oh, my goodness. That is like stepping back three different ice ages. No way. So, number one, I really missed my coffee machine. So you, you've made a rod for your own back here because you've gone and invested in uh, a coffee machine that looks like R2-D2. So now normal <laughs> coffee is just not acceptable for you. This is your own problem. I'm not laying this at the foot of the DeLonghi Corporation. It's not their fault that I've become accustomed to fine <laughs> Sounds like something from Blade Runner, doesn't it? The DeLonghi Corporation. I'm sorry, Richie, I can't let you do that. It's going to become sentient, mate. It's listening to your phone calls. Watch out for it. Essential number two... My sofa. Um, the, the, this place had uh, leather sofas, and I kept on falling off them all the time, just slipping off them. Just realised how uncomfortable I was on a leather sofa. I and like how the sound about leather sofas as well. They remind me of waiting to get a haircut. <laughs> yes. It's got like a Turkish barber <laughs> type feel about it as well. Yeah. Which means had hard exactly. arms and soft leather for the seated bit. Yeah, so soft leather for all the cushions and everything. It's all leatherized, but the arms themselves were really hard. You couldn't sort of like nuzzle into an arm. I didn't like it. I missed me sofa. <laughs> love <laughs> what it. Are you laughing at? That's just funny. You can't nuzzle. I love in. a nuzzle. No. Yeah, uh, and then, um, and then the third and final item: gas hobs. Uh, this place had electric hobs. Oh, my goodness, you have to wait ages for the hob to heat up and then suddenly you're absolutely cremating a scrambled egg and you can't turn it down because it's an electric hob. I hated it. So three essentials, can't live without. Coffee machine, my sofa and gas hobs. Right, I've got three crackers, right, because I was staying in an in a Airbnb. I think everyone was in an Airbnb this weekend. We were in Wiltshire in an Airbnb. I've written down three essentials that I know, having spent time in that place, I could not live without. Tell me next, and we want to hear yours as well. 
My board game bag. I've got a little carry bag that I put board games in that I can take around with me, and it's yep. got this special angled zip thing, so I can put four or five dead nerdy board games in there and take them with me wherever I go. So I'd have to bring that with me. That's an essential. Secondly, my watch. I left my watch at home this weekend when we went away, and yep. I felt really out of sorts. Do you know sometimes you feel at sea if you don't know what time of the day it is? It was very very weird. I don't. I don't think for me it's even the ability to not tell the time. If I haven't got something on my left wrist, I feel naked. I mine's on my right wrist. What? I, have a, I wear a right-handed watch. Who does that? I just there's something about it. I think it, I think if you are a left-handed watch wearer, try it on the right. You might like it. I think it might even be better. Oof. Genuinely, he's not convinced, but just give it a go. Swap, swap your watch over whilst listening to the show. Not if you're I'm driving. That'd right be weird. <laughs> give it a little go. One more item, please. Feel? I'm swapping my wrist. Final item, my own TV. We went to, what is it with um, going to B&Bs or uh, Airbnbs? The telly's always this tiny little thing with a skybox that doesn't have any channels. Like we had nothing. It had a skybox. We thought, oh, brilliant. And then it's got the great big old fashioned controller. I knew someone was up. It looked like a taser. Uh, and then it's got absolutely no channels on it at all. I'm bringing my own telly. Does anyone ever bring their own telly to a let? Let us know. <laughs> Glenn Dawkins says for him, it's got to be music, Yorkshire tea, and a travel mug. <laughs> a Interesting travel combo. Mug. Do you know what? As I get older, I must admit, I do get more specific about the tea bags that I have. Have you ever tried those ones that are like little pyramids? Those little kind of pyramid ones? I Magic. have tried the pyramid ones, yes. And I do find that I do end up going back to a tea bag from a certain county. I think I know where you're going there. I think I know where you're going. Catherine, though, is not for tea. She says her three must-haves, music, Pepsi and sleep. <laughs> Pepsi. All right. The 80s is called. Who wants his drink back? Uh, John Hills says, oh, you'd like this, actually, Richie, an espresso maker, old school type, coffee grinder, and most importantly, slightly worryingly, his Swiss Army knife. Up until you said Swiss Army knife, I thought John and I would have a nice little weekend away together. No, he'd never see you again. The family would be doing a, some form of appeal. He'd never see you again. <laughs> Nicola says, my three essentials, rock music, my big comfy cushion, and a bottle of Doom Bar. Oh, wasn't expecting Doom Bar at the end there. <laughs> Not me, neither. I like that. Bit of Doom Bar. Uh, Dan Wilson says, coffee, bike, and bed. Can't argue with that. Jules has gone with a PC, wine, and tea. Interesting choices. Two drinks, three things that are essential for you to live and carry on and survive. Two of them are liquids that she's drinking. And the other um, is a massive tower of computer. I, might, I think she might want to rethink that. Can you, you can resubmit if you want. <laughs> and then Angela, this sounds like a Channel 5 programme. Angela sounds genuinely like someone you might see late night on Channel 5. Camera chocolate tea. Like police camera action. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. I tell you what, that would be a very rapid decline to my radio career if I suddenly had the uh, lost the ability to remember words. Fire a word at me for something like a thesaurus, and I'll see if I can remember it. See if I've still got it. Okay, Maudlin. 
Uh, when you're feeling a little bit gloomy about something. That's good. Moribund. Uh, moribund is when something is dead. That's good. I think you've still got it. Um, one more, one more, one more. It's a good game, this. Compromise. Uh, no. Do you know what this is like? Do you remember the kids' TV show from the 80s called T- Timmy Tyler, The Boy Who Lost His Laugh? This could be Richie Firth, <laughs> The Boy Who Couldn't Understand Compromise. <laughs> oh, hello. Someone's at the door. Hang on. Saved by the Rocco. Yes, I think so. Hello. Hello, mister. You all right? Yeah. You're going to say hello to Bush? He can't hear you because you haven't got headphones on. And waving doesn't work. Say hello. Hi, Rocco. Hi, Em. Hello. <laughs> hello. Did you have a good time uh, making sea castles? Yeah. T- tell tell Bush what did you what did you make at the seaside? What did we make? Seaside. Yeah, at the seaside. What did we make? Sea castles. Yeah. Still loves them. Right. He still loves them. Right. You're going to say bye bye. Go and have your bath. Bye bye. Good boy. Bye-bye. See you later. See you in a minute. Kids don't realise how good they've got it, do they? No, they don't. They really don't. No. Do you know what? Honestly, on the way back from when we were in Wiltshire, I, we were trying to encourage Thea, our youngest, to just relax and watch the DVD that we'd had strapped to the back of the headrest. Imagine being encouraged to maybe have a sleep or being encouraged to just, just stay where you are for an hour and watch a DVD. We'll drive. Kids don't realise <laughs> yeah. how lucky they are. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to be pushed around town. Imagine that, pushed around town and encouraged to sleep. Oh, my gosh. It'd be great. It'd be great. Be fantastic. Hands wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Pushing Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Pass the music interview. Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. Oh, right.